Hello, hello. Welcome to Flowing with the Punches. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord Enziazio of SLD Wellness. And this podcast is all about flowing through the sweetest peaks and navigating through the bitter pits of life so that you can unapologetically be yourself. We live in a society where online it seems like everything is rainbows and butterflies and sunshine and rainbows and i am here to call bullshit on all of that it's not that people are not always hopping on flights people are not living this dream life all the time people are going through hard shit all the time and they just don't talk about it behind closed doors they're dealing with struggles and you wouldn't even know it and oh yeah on this podcast i do curse so buckle the fuck up and get ready to go on this ride if you are ready to talk talk about getting through the things that are impossible, seeing through all the hardship, and finding your way through it, let's jump in. Are you ready? Hello, hello. Welcome to Flowing with the Punches, which is all about flowing through the sweetest peaks and navigating through the bitter pits of life so that you can unapologetically be yourself. I'm your host, Stephanie Lorden Diazio of SLD Wellness. Now, before we get started, if you have been listening to the previous episodes and you've been enjoying it or you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, please leave a review of the podcast because that allows other people to hear the podcast as well. It makes it so that it's more accessible. And it's also one of the only markers of me knowing that this is something that you want to hear because the way that the algorithms work for podcasts is that if there's a review, if there are ratings for a podcast, it shows up for other people to view. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy it, please leave a review, share it with a friend, and let them know that this is something that's worth checking out. So today in episode three, we're going to be talking about unapologetically being yourself. What does that even mean? We're going to talk all about what does it look like to not give a fuck what people think anymore. And as you already know, if you've listened to the beginning of this, there's a lot of cursing that happens in this podcast. So buckle the fuck up because we will be talking about all of the things. In this episode, we'll talk about what it looks like to unapologetically be yourself. What does it mean to unapologetically be yourself? How you can step more into it? How can you step away from people pleasing? And what can that look like? And also, what are the challenges that can come with unapologetically being yourself, but also why is it worth it? So what does it mean to unapologetically be yourself? The way that I see it is being yourself in all walks of life. It's being yourself and not being afraid of how other people will think or feel about that. It's being able to be yourself with your loved ones, with your family, with your friends, being yourself at work. And here's the thing with that. There's always often a time and a place for how you are able to react depending on environments. I think it's important to be able to be mindful, but unapologetically being yourself to me means that you aren't trying to think about, well, how is this person going to feel if this is who I am. 
So being yourself without feeling like you have to downsize yourself, without feeling like, oh, if I am completely myself, then that's going to be too much for someone or that's going to be overwhelming for them if I have an opinion that differs from someone else's. So if you are yourself, no matter where you are, you are able to, if someone from another area of your life were to see you in a different setting, whether it's if a family member saw you with a friend or if a friend saw you with family or if a coworker saw you with a friend or family, they would still be like, yep, that's them. This is this person being themselves. And even though they might have different ways that they operate with maybe their parents or their friends or their coworkers, at their core, they are still the person that they are. And, you know, in work, there can be, if you're a person of color, you might identify with, if you're a black person, you might identify with code switching. And code switching is something in which When you're in a professional setting, how you speak is different than how you speak to your friends. How you speak is different than how you you speak with your family. But even with that, you can still be yourself. You just know that in certain environments, there are certain ways in which you operate. Maybe you don't tell everybody what's going on in your personal life at work because it's work. You can have boundaries and defined differences between what you share and still be yourself. But when you are yourself, you are able to comfortably be like, you know, these are the things that I like. These are the things that I don't. You can still have boundaries. You can still flow through life and not be worried or concerned about, is this going to irritate someone? And that's something that's a balance because when you, if you are someone who is a people pleaser. If you're someone who is used to, well, what is this person going to think? What is my family member going to think? What is my friend going to think? What is my boss going to think? If that is your baseline of how you operate, completely being yourself could be something that feels scary because you might have a differing opinion than someone else and be afraid to bring it up. And it's not like you have to always be a contrarian. It's not like you have to always say something that's opposite than what someone else thinks or believes. But if you're in an environment that feels off to you, when you are unapologetically yourself, you are able to make it clear that, hey, this isn't something that sits right with me. Or, you know what? This feels like it is out of what I want to do. So I'm going to leave this space if that's something that feels strongly for you in an environment. And it can be uncomfortable to unapologetically be yourself in different spaces, especially because in our society, we're so used to assimilating. We're so used to fitting in to be like everyone else. And that if you have an opinion that's different than everyone else, if you have a concern about something that's different than everyone else. If you're like, I don't want to do this and I'm not comfortable with this. Oftentimes people are like, oh, what a buzzkill. Or, oh, that person always has something that they want to do that's other than what we want to do. Or they want to just 
stand out from the crowd and do something else. And you know what? You absolutely can. If you don't want to do what other people are doing, don't do it. That's what it looks like to be yourself. Being able to feel confident in your skin, being able to accept yourself as you are, being able to approach things without constantly second guessing and constantly trying to gauge how someone else will feel about you being you. That's what it looks like when you are completely yourself. And when you remove the piece of people pleasing and you add in boundaries and you add in what it looks like to just walk in your truth, it can be an uncomfortable direction to go into, especially if people are not used to that from you. You're likely to encounter people who are like, oh, you have changed. You are not who I used to know. You used to be so fun. You used to be somebody that I could just like vent to or turn to. And now you're not the same person. But as you shift and as you step more and more into who you are, you likely will lose people who don't like that you are different because there are people who don't like change. Although we are constantly in a state of change, there are often people who want to keep things the same. Even though we know that in life, it's inevitable for things to change. Trying to force things to stay the same is actually kind of silly because when is that really going to happen? Most things do not stay the same. Our minds, our bodies, our thoughts, our actions do not always stay the same. Even if we tried to keep them as consistent as possible because there's constant stimuli that's shifting around us. You think about the seasons, things are always in flux. Things are always changing and things need to change in order for things to improve in order for us to appreciate the things that we have. It's similar to when I talked about in episode two about the peaks and the pits, you have to go through the lows to get to the highs and appreciate them. And being in the moments of the highs allows you to appreciate the things that have happened in the lows. And in life, things do not always stay constant. Personalities change, people change, our bodies change. The people that we're close to change and being comfortable with the fact that even if the things around you change, you still are knowing yourself and also allowing yourself to change and being comfortable with the fact that maybe something that you thought you were never going to do in the past is something that you do. Or maybe something that you thought you wouldn't be interested in is something that you are interested in, I think is also an important thing. I also notice that oftentimes when we have really strong opinions about what someone else is doing or we feel deeply triggered by something someone else is doing, it's because we feel like we can't do it. Like, oh man, this person like rolls out of bed and does whatever the fuck they want and this person just expresses themselves and says no to things. They're so... X, Y, and Z. They're so bratty. They are so bossy. They're such a diva or they're someone who 
Like when you start putting labels on people, I think it's really important to start thinking about why you're doing that and also think about what is it that they do or that they have that you are like, I want that or I want elements of that because I wouldn't be shocked and surprised if there are pieces that you want. I would not be shocked at all if you told me that while you are placing judgment on someone else, there is a way in which they operate that is strong enough that you're talking about it or thinking about it. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think it's important for us to allow ourselves to let people be themselves and also if there are ways in which how they operate strongly impact us, look at why, look at ourselves first and figure out why does this thing lead to such a big reaction or feeling inside of us? What are the things that they're doing that we wish we could step into? Why do we feel like we can't step into that? What are pieces from that that we can take for ourselves? Because this isn't about being someone else. However, sometimes there can be someone who is really good at setting boundaries or someone who, like I think about being in college as an example, like knowing people who would, like I would, I was somebody who studied like a beast, especially as I was figuring out what my major was. Once I got into the groove of what it was that I did and I understood like the flow, it was a little easier to be like, okay, like this is what's expected of me and I will do it and I don't have to rack my brain and go crazy. But I knew some people who were very much like, yeah, you know what I'm not gonna do is do all this stuff all the time. (laughs) And they were still doing well. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I would feel like, I don't understand how this person operates this way. Granted, everyone has different learning styles, and I think that that's an important thing to know. But there were some people who were really good at socializing and getting to know people and being more than the person behind the books. And I remember feeling like that's not something that I can do. But when I actually tried it at times and tried to incorporate more interacting with people and not just, I gotta go study. Especially, I remember like freshman and sophomore year, that was like my excuse to leave all the things. I gotta go study. Oh, but Stephanie, it's a Friday night. Yeah, I know. I didn't just come to college. I didn't come here to just interact with people. I didn't come here to party. (laughs) I remember saying that once while out with friends and I was literally like, yeah, no, I am out. I must go. My books need me. And in the grand scheme of things, did I always get things done? Absolutely. But so did the people who were interacting with their friends. So did the people who were having more fun than I was. And there were times that I realized I needed to find that balance. And so sometimes looking to other people and what it was that they were doing and how it was that they were able to enjoy themselves was helpful because it is important to have a balance. It is important to be able to interact with people, get to know people, especially 
and I know this for sure because of business school, like it's so important to interact with people because your grades can only get you so far in most cases. Having study groups with people or having people that you talk to who are in your classes or even not in your classes who have different perspectives on things can be incredibly helpful. And when you are looking for future opportunities, there's people who can help you with that, but a textbook can't. So what does it look like to share your personality with other people without being afraid of getting shunned, without being afraid of what if it's not well received? Because if it's not well received by someone, it doesn't mean it's meant to be by everyone. And something I have definitely learned the hard way is that when you try to please other people, a lot of times they don't even appreciate that shit. Like they'll find some reason to complain. They'll find some reason to be disinterested. Whether it's, I don't like her because she's too nice. That was something I remember getting so much growing up and even in my like 20s of like, she's too nice. And I'd be like, what the fuck does that even mean? I'm being myself, but I am being too nice. Okay, so are you triggered by the fact that I help people and you don't like that? I mean, if that's the case, that's on you. And I think that what I realized with that was like, at my core, I am someone who likes to support people and likes to help people. And so I wasn't willing to change that for anyone, even working in toxic environments that thought I was too happy or thought I was too nice. I was like, well, you're just not the right place for me if you have an issue with me being myself because I'm not going to stoop down to your level of being negative and being miserable in order to be here. I'm not going to stoop to being catty and talking shit about people in order to be here. And I think that unapologetically being yourself also involves tapping into your moral compass of what is it that you feel like is your baseline? What are your core values as a person? We always talk about core values of a company and like other companies' mission statements, but like what are your core values as an individual? I have core values that I have for my business that just so happen to align with who I am as a person because I am the person running the business. And I'm going to share those with you right now. So in October, I had the wonderful opportunity of sitting in on a call that was all about core values and creating your core values for yourself. And in it, the the person who was speaking also shared a quote from Brene Brown that said, a value is a way of being or believing that we hold important. And they gave us this whole list of values like accountability, achievement, ethics, dignity, diversity, patience, truth, understanding. And so from that whole list that they had of words from A to Z of values, the three that stuck out for me that I have been using as my baseline for the business, using as the baseline for myself, and also that I realize have been with me for the duration of my working career. And it would always just show up in ways that I didn't expect. Like if I was in something that felt wrong, or if I was in something that just didn't work for me, 
were things like connection, integrity, and vulnerability. Because for me, it's really important to be able to be honest. And I'm the type of person where I want to be honest. I want to be clear. I'm not going to bullshit you. And I do find connection to be something that's incredibly important because I'm not the kind of person that wants to just sit in the shadows and be a hermit. And I do feel like vulnerability is how you connect. It doesn't mean that you have to spill your guts to the entire world, but with the people that I feel comfortable with sharing with, I will. And so I think that being able to share with integrity, being able to be somebody who has a moral code of this feels right for me, this does not, is something that's incredibly important. And that's also why for me, coming back to this podcast has been so exciting and also has been so important because connection is something that I crave as a human and also in my business. Building a community, being able to connect with people, being able to support them, being able to answer people's questions about birth, about businesses. I've often... And growing up, I was always the person where somebody was like, how do you do this thing? Or what does this mean? I would quickly find that out. As much as possible, I would try to find ways to support people. And so that also is a foundation for this business as well, is how can I provide support? How can I cut through the bullshit of... Everything that you see online is perfect for everyone and you're the only one who's going through things. Or even the bullshit of when you have something good that's happening that you aren't allowed to acknowledge that there could be something difficult that's also happening as well. Like the duality of the fact that life has its ups, life has its downs, and that can be on a daily basis. I think that that's something that's very important for me to share. And all of the core values that I have very much feel like my life's mission is opening up the curtain, unveiling the things that are like, oh, this doesn't feel accurate or, oh, this feels like something that we need to be aware of because no one is perfect and perfection is something that I know I'm not seeking. I think it's something that In past environments, I very much felt like I needed to do, needed to be perfect, needed to have things always go right. But I think that you're so much better off being someone who's honest and being someone who is straightforward than being someone who's like, oh, look at me. I always get it right because that's bullshit. People do not always get it right. Sometimes you make mistakes, but how do you get back from that? How do you bounce back from that? How do you recover from having things that are struggles? And I think that when you know yourself, you're able to approach things with more of a confidence than you would be able to if you didn't know yourself, if you were just floating around trying to please everybody else. And as you're in that space of trying to please everybody else, 
here's the thing when you're doing all of that shit like there are a lot of people who are benefiting from that and the moment that you start saying no those people start to drop like flies like legit like you lose friends left and right when I tell you when I started this business I lost people that I thought I was friends with I'm not even joking I remember it felt like I was going through multiple breakups as I was getting ready to start the business as I was starting the business in the height of COVID when I was like, I need to make these shifts and left an environment, a work environment that wasn't right for me. I was just feeling like I was just like losing everything. I was losing everyone. And granted, I was not losing everyone, to be clear. I have some wonderful people in my life who I've been friends with for years, for decades. And they're still here. They still love me. They might love me more because I'm more straightforward, I'm more honest, and I give less of a fuck now than I did then. And also with having the space like a podcast to really just be like, yo, this is where I'm at and this is what I think. I think that for a lot of them, they're like, wow, I didn't know you thought all these things. Or, wow, it feels like I am talking to you on the phone because this is you and this is exactly how you have been. But everybody doesn't get to witness that or everybody doesn't get to see that or hear that. And the ones who get it, get it. The ones who don't, don't. And I think that that's very much the truth in life as well. The people that are meant to be in your life, the people who are meant to be in your community, the people that are meant to be in your space, they will get it if you are yourself. And the people who don't and think that you are not the same person, or they think that you are pushing back a lot, or they're uncomfortable with the fact that you have a backbone, They'll be really uncomfortable. They'll probably talk to you a lot less. They'll probably find excuses for why they don't talk to you by saying, oh, you know, I figured that they were busy. Or, oh, I just didn't really know what to say to them. And often I think that as you shift and as you change, people don't know what to say to you because you are no longer the same person. And Maybe there's somebody that you used to always complain with. And now that you are being yourself and you're in a different space, they're like, oh, they're not the person that I can go and complain to anymore. Or maybe you were somebody who was drinking a lot and you don't really drink. Or you've shifted your habits in some capacity and they're like, oh, they're doing things differently than what they used to do. I don't really know if there's somebody that I can go to the way that I used to. Or I don't know if I could go and take their energy in the way that I used to, I think is often the core of that to be straight up with you. Because there are people in our lives who will take from us. And the moment that they notice that we're in a different place, we're in a different space, we're doing things in a different way, they might not know what to do with that. They might be like, oh... They're different and I see it and I feel it. And so with that being said, I'm going to step away from them. Or, oh, this person started a business and they have they have a budget. Or they asked me what my budget is if I want to work with them. And I was expecting because I know them or because in the past they probably would have done this for free. But now they're, they're telling me a price oh, let me step away from this. I mean, that stuff happens. And sometimes that stuff can 
mess with friendships and relationships. But with the right people, it does not. With the right people, you have people in your life who value you, value what it is that you have to offer. And they will be like, you know what? I know that you're starting out and I still want to compensate you. Or, you know what? I know that you have boundaries and I want to respect them. Boundaries are for the other person in order for them to be able to be a part of your life. Boundaries are not a punishment that you're setting on someone. Boundaries are something that you have in order to show up fully for people in the best way that you can and also so that they know what your limits are. And by having no boundaries and by being someone who is like, I just take whatever bullshit from anybody and everybody, you're often going to encounter receiving all the shit and not really feeling respected. So when you are able to be comfortable in your own skin, when you are able to say what's on your mind and not be afraid of, is this person going to be upset that I don't agree with them? When you're able to dress how you want, crop tops and all, or (laughs) colorful things and all, when you're able to express yourself in all facets, inside and out, and you are not worried about how other people are going to take it. That's the power of unapologetically being yourself. And it feels very freeing. It feels very nice to be able to be like, well, you can do it that way and that's fine. But the beauty of choice is that I can do it another way and also be totally fine. And you don't get to tell me this is how I need to do it or this is how I need to be as a human because you have your own life and you have your own choices that you get to make. Me, however, these are the choices that I'm going to make. All right, y'all. I think that that wraps up this episode. Let's move into the meditation. Okay, wherever you are, close your eyes. And before we move into our breathwork practice, Let's start with just a couple rounds of some cleansing breath. So take a deep inhale in through your nose. Audible exhale out of your mouth. Let it go. Let's do that one more time. Take a deep breath in. Fill your belly, your chest, your back. Exhale out of your mouth, let it all go, sigh it out. One more time. Take a deep breath in through your nose, fill up. Audible exhale out, release. So today we talked a lot about being yourself, not giving a fuck about what anybody thinks. And Today, we're going to do equal ratio breathing because it's all about balancing energy. It's all about balancing your mind and body, helps to relieve anxiety. If you are listening to this before bed, it's great to help you get ready for bed. 
and also who doesn't want a calm and peaceful practice, especially after talking about things like, who do you want to be? Who are you? And how can you tap into that? So allow your shoulders to melt down your back. Relax your shoulders away from your ears. Release any tension in your jaw. Seal your lips. And inhale through your nose. The count of one, two, three, four, five. Hold at the top for one, two, three, four, five. Exhale for one, two, three, four, five. Hold for one, two, three, four, five. Continue the same rhythm. Inhaling for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. Holding for five. One, two, three, four, five. Exhaling for five. One, two, three, four, five, and holding for five. One, two, three, four, five. Continue with the same rhythm. Go at your own pace. Much like you unapologetically get to be yourself, you have the power to control your breath and how fast or slow you want to go, depending on what feels right in your body. And when you've gotten through your last round of holding for five, you'll spend a few moments in silence. Allowing your mind and your nervous system to come into balance. How can you take what you need in this moment? How can you release what you don't need?
wherever you are, slowly begin to come back to your body. Start to wiggle your fingers and toes. Start to rock your head from side to side. Feel free to take a stretch here. And when you're ready, slowly begin to open your eyes. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lord Antiazio. And if you enjoyed this podcast, leave a review. DM me at SLD Wellness at Flowing with the Punches. Let me know your thoughts. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so that you know when the episodes come out on Tuesdays. And I can't wait to see you next week on episode four. It's going to be a special one. We're going to have a special guest. And they're going to be talking about their thoughts as a pregnant doula after their first trimester. So if there's any questions that you have for a doula, and especially a pregnant one, ask away, DM me, ask all the questions. I'll be sure to ask her all the questions in the next episode. And also, if you have any questions for a doula, On Fridays on SLD Wellness, I do a segment called Ask a Doula in my Instagram stories. So if you have a question, please ask because I love to just share what I know. And it's a great opportunity to be able to know exactly what it is that you're wondering about. And some of those questions will probably be featured in next week's episode on thoughts from a pregnant doula after their first trimester because there were a lot of questions that have already been getting asked in ask a doula that i think would be great to be expanded on so let me know what you are curious about and i will talk to